the wheel, the printing press, a gasoline-powered engine, the internet, social media, and now NFTs, crypto, and the blockchain are all forms of technology that have helped mankind grow and develop. They have also helped Christians carry out the Great Commission, carrying God's gospel message to the ends of the earth for God's glory. So welcome to Reformers Roundtable, where Reformers is a pioneering community of Christians ready to guide you through the Web3 landscape. And Reformers Roundtable is a conversation held weekly in Twitter spaces between the Reformers leadership, the Reformers community, and our friends who join us live, which you can too. So go to ReformersNFT.com to learn more, to join the Discord community, as well as follow us on Twitter for updates for the next live Reformers Roundtable. Without further ado, here is this week's conversation. So, hey, if you're listening to the replay, welcome to Reformers Roundtable. If you're listening live, welcome also to Reformers Roundtable. Tonight's conversation is all about growth opportunities. I'm going to fade the music out. Uh, that song is a, a buddy of mine who I'm actually hoping to meet in person next week. It's a guy named, uh, he goes by RLA. His real name is Michael Morgan. And he that's not me doxing him, by the way. It's like a rapper name and then like his actual name, and he's public about that. So I'm <laughs> not doxing anybody. But uh, the uh, that's a song in, uh, in Hebrew that he has uh, written and performed as part of an NFT project called Kingdom Warriors. So another one of their tracks. Uh, but yeah, tonight's conversation is all about growth opportunities in Web3. And when I was uh, when I was reading through the episode, the uh, this week's episode of Reformers, the email newsletter that comes out, <clears throat> the weekly one. Um, just I love I love the the two words that stuck out to me in the subject line of growth opportunities. And I started thinking about okay, well, if we go a little bit deeper, what would be some of the growth opportunities that we could talk about that we could explore that would just be topics, not necessarily just for us, but for anybody. So what would be some of those uh, growth opportunity topics? And uh, the list that I came up with, I, I like I mentioned earlier, is not comprehensive. Uh, but this is the, the, the list so far. So spiritual growth, cultural growth, financial growth, business growth, and uh, donation growth. So those are some of the ways in which uh, I wrote down that people that there are opportunities, and I would love to talk about them deeper. So, um, Prophet, I can go to you first. But um, what would be what would be like something that Web three would either challenge us in or spark in order to promote spiritual growth? That's I, I, that was the one that honestly like attracted my attention the most in your list because I think some of the other ones, you know, um are pretty at this point, like they're, they're pretty much a going concern. Like if you get into the web through space, there's going to be people that are going to be talking your ear off about like financial growth. Like that's and honestly, I think sometimes I wish that there was less of that kind of talk going around. Cause it seems like that's everything about the space is just like, well, here's all these different ways that we're going to 10 X this. Right. But the thing about the, the spiritual growth thing really caught my attention because I think, you know, I, I mean, you know me, Sean, like it's a huge kind of like hobby horse of mine is this idea that like the, the point, the reason why God gave us technology is because we're supposed to use it just like we use any other tool to do good things and to bring him glory. So 
I look at Web3 in the same way and I say, okay, cool. This is an awesome tool. It seems like it's really powerful. It's really interesting. What are some things that we could use to do good things and, and bring God glory? And one, one of the things that I'm most interested in is how can we use this to provide resources or make possible resources for believers for the global church that couldn't have existed if, if the Web3 technology behind them didn't exist. So what do I mean by that? Like, you know, let's take uh, what's one of my favorite like Web2 resources. Uh, Blue Letter Bible is one of my favorite Web2 Christian resources. It's a totally free nonprofit website that's just absolutely just just stacked with free biblical resources. They have an interlinear Bible that you can just have. They have all the strong stuff and the treasury of scripture knowledge. And like if if you're you know trying to prepare a Bible study, you can go on there for free and have access to just about everything you would need to really dig into the word and prepare a, a good Bible study with free commentaries and free resources. That's awesome that that exists, that I can just point guys to that and say, hey, if you're studying the word, this is a place for you to go. And that doesn't really need, you know, Blue Letter Bible doesn't need a Web3 component to exist, right? We don't need to like slap something Web3 on there and say it's better. It's already great the way it is. But what I'm trying to think about is, okay, at the, at the next level of this kind of thing, what are some resources like Blue Letter Bible that could only exist using Web3 web technology? Are there, you know, repositories of some kind that we can build that believers can securely check, resource, you know, access resources, even if they're in a location where maybe that's not something that they can do on a Web2 platform for security reasons? That's a fascinating thing that I've been kicking around uh, with some people who are kind of interested in that kind of uh, security type standpoint um are there ways that believers can you know fund and encourage and grow ministry that's in other places in a way easier way than what we currently do which you know if you've ever worked in the nonprofit world it's really difficult to fund christian ministry somewhere else it turns out so that is an avenue for spiritual growth hopefully through web3 if you develop those rails to send you know funds it's a very book of acts thing it's just kind of like the newest way of us being able to do it so things like that, you know, enabling you to do what the work of the church already is, right? It's not going to be a new, you're not going to use technology to reinvent ministry so much as that you're going to use it, I think, to just do something that you would already have wanted to do, but do it in a way that might not have been possible before. So those are the things that kind of really get my imagination going. Is there anything else that you were thinking of when you're doing the list, when, when you're thinking of like spiritual growth opportunities? You know, I, I I love the fact that you immediately brought up tools because so uh, our family, I've got a, my daughter is now five and every night before bed, we try to read one book and then one story from her little Bible. And tonight's book was, I wish that it, it kind of tied into the Bible. It, it doesn't really, but it, tonight's book was, uh, she has this like, uh, it's called the Encyclopedia of Awesome Things or something like that. And my my daughter is amazing. She just loves science and all kinds of things. And tonight she wanted to read about early humans, so like cavemen and cave women and cave paintings and stuff like that. And one of the things that it talked it said is that you can learn we can learn about the ancient peoples based upon like the cave paintings and based upon the tools and the things that they created that they left behind. And so I love that the first thing that you bring up is tools because I I definitely didn't that's not something that I would have added to my list already. Um, the, the tool, I definitely think that that's an interesting thing to think about. Like what would, uh, and, 
And I was even reading so that uh, in the Reformers Discord, and if you're listening to the replay of this or listening live, um, uh, number one, if you're listening to the replay, we would love it if you came and joined us live on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern for Reformers Roundtable to come and join the conversation. If you're listening live, feel free to join the stage and ask a question or contribute if you'd like to. And uh, in the Discord, someone shared um, a link to a new conference. And I was reading, uh, then it, it like, I know that Vitalik Buterin, so one of the founders or the founder of Ethereum was listed. And then in, uh, the, the weekly email that came out, it was talking about, uh, it, it described how different currencies or different blockchains or different countries is one of the articles in the latest issue of the reformer. And, one of the things that the like the reason why Ethereum was created according to that article was to allow us to create dApps, right? Decentralized apps. And so the interesting thing about all of this and what you're talking about is I hadn't even thought about the fact like what dApps, what what app does not exist but should exist and is now possible through the blockchain that can be used for spiritual growth, right? And so um, to answer your question, Prophet, there are things that I had thought of that you that you didn't mention. I was thinking more along the lines of what are some of the challenges or what are some of the lessons that God could use Web3 technology to teach us? So for example, like with this new creation of wealth, well, we as like in the, the early uh, church in the book of Acts, it talks about how um, everyone shared and they had all things in common, right? Like that's one of the, that's, that's, that talks about that and the early believers. And so if web three does allow us to have uh, decentralized and redistributed wealth in an easier fashion, well, then how can we as believers, um, what's interesting, I, I love this about the Bible, how the only time it says to test God is when it's bringing the tithes and offerings right? It's, it's like the only time in the Bible when God says, test me in this. And so what if we as believers brought a uh, tithe and offering using Web3 technology in order to redistribute the wealth? And then we were able to better do what God, what it talks about in the early church of, um, uh, of, of having all things in common and, and sharing all things kind of thing. So I think that that, that might be interesting. And, and it's kind of a, the spiritual growth would be through the monetary sense and, I mean, I've even experienced this, and I think it's something we've mentioned before about how uh, in Web3, there is a lot of like, oh, well, I want to buy this NFT because it's, I think it's going to skyrocket, right? Like there's the flipping mentality. And it's one of the reasons why I got into Web3 in the first place, to be honest, too, is I thought it was an opportunity to make some money, which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to make money. It's, it's not, it's not uh, the making of money that's the root of all evil, right? It's the love of money. So that's one way. It's more what I was more thinking when I wrote down spiritual growth is more of the lessons that we can be, we can learn through the different tools and technologies and things, like the concept of ownership, right? Like ownership versus stewardship. And so, really, even now that I'm voicing this publicly, am I the owner of these NFTs or am I the steward of these NFTs? You know. And just kind of retraining my brain to think about things and use use different language in such a way. What do you what do you have to say? What do you have to think about that? Is there anything strike a chord with you there? 
Yeah, that owner versus stewardship thing is something we've actually talked about quite a bit in the kind of internally in reformers among the people who are, I think, holders of the NFT, because we've talked about, you know, before, look, we recognize that this is like, it's a, it's a pretty significant investment that we're asking people to make. And, and we are also be pretty explicit as a community that, hey, the goal here is not that we're going to all invest in this asset. And then later, we're going to flip it on to somebody else and make, you know, a, an appreciated return. So much is that the goal is, look, as a, as a steward of some resources the Lord has given you, you're kind of, and I'm, you know, everybody who's holding, you know, my my little PFP in, in my profile is, is the same thing for me. I, I stewarded some of those resources into the project and said, look, I, I think for the long term, something like this should exist. So I'm I'm going to, you know, support that because I believe that this is a good idea for the church to have a you know, one of many, hopefully, central hubs explaining Web3 to people, building, you know, Web3 tools, incubating people who want to do that, encouraging people to look into this. And and that's kind of more of the mentality we wanted people to have is that, I'd say, like a stewardship mentality versus this kind of, it's even below ownership, I think, is almost like this like quick, like you said, quick flip kind of mentality. I think there's a different time and place for different things, but I'm really excited about the fact that I think that's a, a thing that we want to bring to the table as as a community is, what about what as Christians, what are we about? We're about stewardship. We're about using resources, not just to make more resources, but to further the kingdom of God. And 